One of the best fuels ever built or create manufactured is biodiesel. Um, in the early 1980s, when OPEC was creating shortages in oil, uh, the biodiesel was being manufactured and produced at nearly $10 a barrel. And had it OPEC not have raised uh, or lowered the price, increased the production of oil and lowered the price of of uh, a barrel of oil, uh, biodiesel would have been a, a viable solution for a scalable product for the world's energy problems. Um, it's a great solution. Now, one of the uh, number one setbacks for biodiesel, which make it, it makes it expensive, is connecting it to uh, soybean. Um, the soybean market has uh, gets absorbed. The excess soybeans get absorbed in uh, the production of bio oil or biodiesel, and uh, and for that reason, uh, biodiesel is more expensive than diesel. But there are there is hope um, that there are companies that uh, are beginning to look at producing biodiesels from uh, blue-green algae, which could be connected to a natural gas electric plant, and uh, the heat and the carbon dioxide could be uh, processed by the the blue-green algae. Uh, the algae's oils then could be extracted and uh, the uh, fibers could be fed to, to livestock. Or fish, so there's a a continuous supply of sun. Uh, would have a relatively cheap source of heat uh, from the natural gas, which is going to produce uh, uh, heat as a as it uh, produces electricity. So there's three reasons uh, for biodiesel weakness in the refinery capability. Field traders betting that there will be a future shortage. So they buy contracts to increase reserves, causing temporary shortages and increased fuel price. Environmental and political delays that slow down the extraction of shell and, and tar oil. Um, there's no negative impacts of biodiesel. You don't have uh, earthquake tremors as a result of deep earth uh, drilling and uh, extraction of uh, fluids, oils from the ground. Uh, it it uh, doesn't have any effect on the a atmosphere or the environment, so it's very safe in that sense. And um, it's not a politically charged uh, uh, topic where congressmen don't want to develop uh, the sweet crude in Montana because it could uh, ruin the envir environment. So things, the advocates of biodiesel like the fuel because it has lower emissions, no sulfur, lower nitric oxide, and less complex hydrocarbon chains. The economic benefits for ag agricultural corporations and special uh, interest groups, uh, which I've already stated the soybean uh, market, and uh, the lubricating effect of the engine parts. Customers appreciate a lower purchasing cost than diesel, um, 
and again, it's it's a little bit higher now, but uh, I see in the future it could get lower. Producers appreciate government subsidies, tax breaks, and product incentives that allow the producer to sell at a more expensive product for a lower price. Political support for biodiesel has brought attention and financial backing to bring the part product to market. The fast growth associated with biodiesel will stretch uh, debt limits. The bank systems will need to be able to provide the stability for biodiesel to get established and accepted in the market. This will mean additional government assurances and financial uh, reinforcement to give the uh, appearance of confidence in this sector. Energy is the cyclic investment for strong peaks that gain interest but fall by long periods of disinterest. The energy sector is associated with heavy liabilities that eventually move investment close to the mean. As energy valuations move closer to the mean, biodiesel will experience more pressure to become competitive against oil. A handful of large oil companies with their vast reserves of cash may or may not decide to help the alternative fuels market stay alive. Oil companies will experience pressure from their shareholders either to invest the cash reserves into infrastructure and alternate fuels or um, to make payments and dividends. Oil companies can use biodiesel as an environment-friendly fuel and as a market marketing promotion. A lot of upsides for biodiesel. Uh, and again, uh, moving off of the food uh, stock for the source for biodiesel is, would be huge. Uh, it's largely being driven by government regulations to have a certain percentage of alternative fuels. Oil companies, again, would be in um, the best position to provide the funding for these alternate fuels. But at the same time, biodiesel is scalable, so uh, put in the areas of in remote areas of water uh, and sunlight and a natural gas, you could uh, start producing biodiesels at a, at a cheaper rate. Um, and then companies would appreciate biodiesel because it would uh, make their machines run more efficiently, lubricate the engines. Uh, it would produce less uh, carbon dioxide and uh, carbon emissions would be reduced and um, it, it would uh, help uh, Re return some investment by using the biodiesel as a fuel for a large equipment. America likes big trucks and these big trucks use uh, diesel engine engines to power them. The turbo direct injection is a key technology. TDI provides more power and a quieter biodiesel burning engine. TDI makes diesel vehicles more attractive but with diesel fuel exceeding uh, $3 a gallon, consumers are looking for equivalent fuels that can be purchased at a lower price. Biodiesel looks go good for now. Uh, now biodiesel is very, it is not uh, politically charged as oil or tar, or tar uh, gas 
tar's oil or shell oil. But uh, states like Minnesota, Illinois, Michigan, and Oregon have made biodiesel feasible through their political incentives and mandates. Um, and these are these are agricultural states, um, and so the connection to biodiesel to soybean and corn is very important. Uh, however. I think that biodiesel could find alternatives that are not connected to um, commodities that are related to food. Um, and, and we saw that with corn when corn prices just skyrocketed as ethanol came into demand uh, that created shortages in the corn market and then it affected the food prices. So I don't like, I don't like the idea that biodiesel is connected to soybean and corn. Minnesota fuel laws mandate that 2% of the diesel fuel include biodiesel. An additional law favoring corn supported requires gasoline to include 10% ethanol. Bad idea. It's a leftover from the Bush administration. Don't like it. Locally owned and operated ethanol production plants produce 400 million gallons of ethanol a year. Frontier Energy, World Energy, Pacific Biodiesel. The production of ethanol boosts the price of corn, removing excess inventories and driving up demand for the commodity. Likewise, Illinois, Michigan, and Oregon have similar fuel laws mandating 2% biodiesel portion to the fuel mix. Biodiesel in some parts of the country has become an alternative alternative heat fuel to natural gas. Biodiesel production volumes are insignificant, 30 million gallons a day in comparison to 8.5 million barrels a day of oil. The Energy Information Administration predicts that the worldwide oil consumption will increase um, to from 28.4 billion barrels a year in 2002 to 43 billion barrels by 2025. Each year, the U.S. consumes 125 billion gallons of gasoline and 60 billion gallons of diesel and distillated fuels. Biodiesel would need to reach at least 60 billion gallons a year to replace diesel and endure five to ten years worth of tax burden to compensate for the cost differences between the two products. Currently, biodiesel volumes are too small to be significant. Um, and secondly, there is a water shortage. Ultimate Resource 2, which Tickle ignores in his three-scenario plan to reach 60 billion gallons of biodiesel. Tickle's problem is water and arable land, not incentives to grow more soybeans. Tickle becomes desperate and proposes a $308 billion algae oil infrastructure to achieve his 60 billion gallons of biodiesel. And I'd say do, do it. I mean, if, if the infrastructure can produce oil uh, at 50% che or bio oil 50% cheaper than uh, tar or shell oil, then 
let the free market compete and drive down the price. And uh, if they can sustain their operations and uh, continue to make a profit at uh, being more competitive against uh, diesel, then it should be done. Let the free market compete. Let capitalism um, gain those earnings and, uh, and through those earnings innovate. Uh, biodiesel contains 10% less energy per gallon than diesel fuel, but has 7% more combustible combustion efficiency, yielding 2 to 3% decrease in torque, power, and fuel efficiency. Three components are needed to produce biodiesel, vegetable oil or animal fat or alcohol, methanol or ethanol, a catalyst, which is be sodium hydrate, vegetable oil plus uh, methanol alcohol gives uh, glycerol and methyl ester. Um, biodiesel cannot provide zero emissions. Zero emissions are only possible through electric or fuel cell cars. It would be interesting if biodiesel could be converted into hydrogen. If this connection were possible, then biodiesel would survival, survival would become more likely. America uses 65 billion gallons of non gasoline fuel a year. Uh, soybean is the reasonable raw material source for biodiesel at about 200 gallons per acre. The best source is algae. Algae yields over 2,000 gallons of biodiesel per acre. So that's 10 times the amount of biodiesel per acre. Farmers don't want algae-based biodiesel. They want soybean, corn, or animal fat. At best, soybean, corn, and animal fat will provide 20% of the 65 billion gallons requiring uh, agricultural fallow land into production. So there really isn't an energy crisis here. There's just so much energy. And uh, like if... We, if the um, investors chose to build the infrastructure for biodiesel, then we could have much more uh, efficient and cheaper fuels that going into uh, 2020, 2050. Cost is better, is the biodiesel's barrier. Biodiesel costs 20 cents more than conventional diesel. Tax incentives attempt to temporarily narrow the cost gap. Tax support is linked to environmental advantages. Biodiesel environments, environmental advantages include uh, biodiesel emits no sulfur, discharges uh, 78% less CO2. So if you're worried about global warming, biodiesel is your friendly fuel. 50% fewer smog-producing components, 48% reduction in carbon monoxide, 67% less, percent less hydrocarbons. Um, you can use, you can create uh, biodiesel from cereals, vegetable oils, or other food products. Uh, the growth of ethanol stopped in 2008. 
U.S. biodiesel and biofuel growth and production declined or leveled off depending on political interest and in other countries slowed. There is no consensus between biofuels and the correlation to higher food prices between 2005 and 2008. Uh, that may be true, but it's very suspicious and uh, don't, I, I just don't trust it. So that's my bias. Um, I do like uh, the idea of biodiesel. Diesel engines cost more than gas engines, but they perform efficiently. Diesel cars perform performance stats. Uh, the Delta 90 Oldsmobile 98 is 27 miles per gallon. Volkswagen Rabbit, uh, 45 miles per gallon. Delta 88 and Oldsmobile Toronto. Ford Prodigy diesel electric hybrid, 70 miles per gallon. Dodge ES4 diesel electric, 72 miles per gallon. GM Precept, 79 miles per gallon. Toyota Prius, 50 miles per gallon. Jeep CRD, tow capacity of 5,000 pounds and 27 miles per gallon. Uh, Volkswagen Turbo Direct Injection TDI for the new Beetle Golf Jetta. Passat, 50 miles per gallon. A2, 80 miles per gallon. Uh, India and China are c rapidly consuming energy and their wealth is increasing. India enjoys 8% growth rate and experienced rapid wealth creation buying BMW, Mercedes, Rolls-Royce, expensive watches, large real estate abodes, private banks, and hedge funds surge into India seeking to stabilize and profit from the wealth, surge in wealth creation in the country. Wealthy investors vote with their dollars, encouraging rapid growth to be sustained. Everything looks better during a boom. The expression of this newfound wealth is the result of cheap energy. What happens when energy consumption increases fourfold? Well, we get more computers. We have more robots. Electronics become more central in our lives. Logic-created devices proliferate and diverse means of service and production as result as companies seek to market and sell their expert logic. Energy takes on a higher quality form and produces higher quality results. Things like MRIs um, give us a better understanding of things that are going on in our body. Energy takes a higher quality of form in that sense. Machine and computers move closer to the consumer. Today we have artificial intelligence, deep learning, machine learning, uh, reinforced learning, transfer learning. Uh, these technologies require consumption of energy to power these pattern matching algorithms and also to create a automated set of encoding and decoding systems. 
Exclusive and expensive devices will become more accessible. Health devices, music devices, media devices, and transportation devices um, will become more abundant. We, we're seeing with Tesla the emergence of the fully self-driving car. Um, and I would also say that AI is going to become more popular as it is helping uh, improve the brain power of humanity. So it will be used um, to as a tool for increasing creativity and innovation and results will, will result in uh, new products and new services. So as more energy transforms uh, from combustible energy to electrical energy, the quality of um, that energy's form will be better. Um, so, if uh, if we are to relieve the if we are to relive the late seventies, then biodiesel will flourish until oil becomes cheap. So that was the scenario of the 70s, 80s. Um, oil became super cheap and it pushed out competition from biodiesel. What is the purpose of the zero emissions initiative? Uh, why will the consumer support a zero emission vehicle? Well, the reason why is it's going to be more efficient. And uh, the cost of fuel uh, will make these efficient vehicles desirable. So if uh, there are shortages in oil supply, then the, the alternative right now would be electric. Um, if the electric uh, is too expensive, then the alternative would be biodiesel and uh, to reduce down the cost of uh, trans transportation. Is zero emission cost effective? Um, Tesla would argue that it is, and I, I would say that it has a high cost. It may be, it may be uh, if efficient, but uh, there are barriers to purchasing a Tesla at eighty thousand dollars. So you might be able to purchase a Tesla at forty thousand, but your monthly payments might be too high for a middle class individual to afford. The automotive companies will jump over hybrids and move to zero emission technology. Uh, it seems to be that the race towards a fully electric is becoming more popular uh, as the range of car of the batteries are exceeding 300 miles. If you had a thousand mile battery, uh, I think the move to zero emission would be very popular. What happens when consumers can purchase an electric car for 40K? Well, that's that you can purchase a car for 40K nowadays. Um, the vehicle cost it would be one cent per mile to operate. So you'd have smaller, lighter engines, uh, or you'd have uh, motors in the wheel of the tire, rim of the tire. And uh, as a result, uh, you could have lower weight. Uh, by using a carbon fiber and aluminum and uh, and you would also um, have better batteries so you'd have the increased mileage.
Um, so assume that the going back to the this uh, idea of of corn and soy being being the source for biodiesel. Let's examine some of the problems that corn uh, has. Assume that higher corn prices in the U.S. will translate to higher uh, food prices. It makes sense that products made from corn will cost more. Corn imported to Mexico will cost more, and so Mexico tortillas exported to the U.S. will cost more. Wholesale prices of white corn in Mexico City increased by 66% between 2005 to 2008. Mexican livestock producers experienced an increase in cost. Large increases in prices for yellow corn meant there were places in Mexico where white corn was cheaper and white corn purchases surged, creating a shortage of white corn available for domestic food markets. Farmers usually plant the crop that will make them the most money. Because ethanol production was expected to rise between 2007 and 8, corn purchases were willing to purchasers were willing to pay more money on the futures contracts, and farmers planted more corn away from soybeans and decreased crops of soybeans causing prices to rise. The result was the largest corn acreage since World War II. In 2008, crop rotation practices restored other crop output. Higher soybean prices encouraged farmers to expand their soybean production. So if you believe that, and I think that um, the market will take the path of least resistance. So here, rather than uh, slowing down and and anticipating and predicting what the uh, it supply, aggregate supply would be in relate relationship to the aggregate demand. Uh, what we saw was an aggregate demand drove up the aggregate supply, and as the demand uh, increased or as the supply increased, the price dropped. But the demand, aggregate demand, and aggregate supply were product, a result of higher prices. Uh, and so those expectations uh, caused both to occur. Uh, but then as a result, the, there was, a, there was a, uh, excess inventory. Higher energy costs cause higher energy costs cause fertilizer prices to increase. Corn production depends on fertilizer. Higher fertilizer prices discouraged corn growing and shifted some land back to soybean in 2008. Soybeans are used in biodiesel production, and it hasn't changed in the last uh, 12 years. Rising soybean prices cause companies to substitute for vegetable oil in biodiesel production resulting in higher prices causing sharp demands in vegetable oil. Livestock and poultry are feed on corn, chicken poultry, and egg prices rise 
when feed prices rise. It takes years for beef and milk producers to adjust prices to change in feed prices. Mill ethanol produces ethanol and distiller grains that are fed to cattle offset cost. Higher feed price means less livestock and poultry production and higher prices for meat, poultry, and milk. Rising vegetable oil prices will increase the price of salad dressings, cooking oils, and a wide range of processing foods. There are many steps between the farmer and consumer. Food products have to be processed, packaged, and delivered to supermarkets and restaurants. Each step incurs a cost. 19% of U.S. consumers' spending goes to the farmer, and the rest is split among the food supply chain. Trucking firms, food processors, advertisers, food retailers. In 2007, food prices increased 4%, and 2008, food prices increased 5.5%. Price increases were in part caused by higher transportation costs due to increased fuel costs. Consumer food prices in developing countries rose by an average of 3.5%. Farmers use the future markets to sell crops before they have harvested. Um, and they do that so they're guaranteed a certain price. In 2008, 3.5 billion gallons of ethanol was produced, potential 3.4 billion gallons under construction. If biofuels are made from raw materials that are currently wasted or on land not used for agriculture, cellulose ethanol, it may be possible to increase biofuel production without affecting food prices. Switch grass production has the potential to increase biofuel production with effective, without affecting food prices. Uh, and just, it just isn't popular. I just haven't heard of, of biofuel companies using switchgrass. Uh, it's just, uh, it, it is a good stock there. You can grow it in a lot of, in uh, areas that are, are not going to be used uh, for food, but I, you just have the problem anytime you deal with something that's growing uh, to come up with the water. So you, you, we could talk about desalinization plants, uh, projects that are trying to bring uh, clean water into areas that are uh, can be farmed and produce foods. Why are biodiesel fuels produced to begin with? High oil prices make biofuel production more profitable and encourage expansion and higher prices of food because the cost of food production and transportation and hidden processing and distributed costs up, add up. Food prices tend to move with crude oil prices. The prices of oil puts a floor under food prices in the long run. Correlation does not prove causation. However, oil and food prices share a number of causes. Farm production expenses from $220 billion in 2005 to $290 billion in 2008. Natural gas is the main ingredient in making nitrogen fertilizer. India and China have 
high usage of synthetic fertilizer. In 2008, U.S. corn farmers spent $43 per acre on fuel to till the soil plant and harvest the crops at $139 per acre for fertilizer. High energy prices impact weed killers, cost of seeds and repairs. Wheat requires less fertilizer than corn. Fuel and fertilizers account for 60% of farming costs in 2008. So see, it's just this vicious cycle. If, you, if, we, if we use things that farmers grow to produce our 65 billion gallons of biodiesel, um, it's just going to impact uh, the amount of fertilizer they're using, the amount of land they're using, the amount of water they're using, and uh, and it'll affect the commodity market pricing. Higher ethanol prices do not mean higher profits because corn prices rose. In 2008-2009, the average ethanol plant was barely able to cover costs. Plants with debt and fixed costs were losing money and many closed. The 10% blend ethanol fuel market is near saturation. 15% blends may become possible in the future. You know, for a little while you see a lot of cars that were, were capable of running on the E85. Uh, GM was really pushing that for a long time. And uh, I don't see that as much on the road now as the E85. I see more hybrid or fully electric vehicles. Um, I was even noticing today in the parking lot next to me was a GM Volt. Ethanol has less energy than gas. Ethanol prices will decline to adjust for the difference in energy output. High-income countries tend to operate policies that provide support to domestic farmers at the expense of the taxpayer and consumers. OECD estimates suggest that government policies are responsible for a large share of farm income in many countries. Government subsidies and policies keep domestic prices above market level for about one-fourth of the total farm receipts. 10% 10% of U.S. total farm receipts as government aid versus 50, 49% in Japan, 18% in Canada, 6% in Australia, 1% in New Zealand. For countries competing with subsidized country, they must either subsidize or accept lower prices. Excess of food supply can be disposed of through humanitarian assistance. Food stamps provide monthly benefits for low-income families. In 2008, the Fed spent $39 billion in food stamps. Technology will continue to play an important role in increasing food production and reducing food prices in the world. Energy prices will have little effect on the biofuel production. The U.S. Energy Information Administration is predicting oil prices will reach $180 a barrel by 2030. 
well, if this is true, then uh, biofuels will definitely become very competitive and a strong alternate source of energy to diesel.